Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, this is a bit different. I feel like I should say something about Ugnots and Jawas, but I don't really feel like that's quite appropriate because this is a new show presented by Mando Talk. It's called Geekverse Reactions. And look at us, baby. It looks very similar. You know, if you're yeah. over on YouTube, you know, we still got the blue. We got Rebel Scum's green going. The only thing different right now currently is, you know, we got Geekverse Reactions there as our logo right there on that YouTube platform. Uh, and I'm excited to do this. So we don't really have norms yet. Like we don't have the Ugnots knots and jawas intro we don't really have the we have spoken outro but it's more so just having fun so let me real quickly you know what actually before i do that what is up rebel scum texan dj foster you are back how's it going how excited are you to start this geek verse reactions platform if you will i'm stoked um you know i as you've said on mando talk you know this is always a star wars podcast and like mm -hmm. i think I can speak for the both of us when like I say you and I live and breathe star Wars, yes. but like a lot of star Wars fans, we have other things we like, you know, in our own little geek verse and our own little, I guess, multiverses, if you will. So, yeah. you know, I think it's going to be a good time to, to talk about these things. Cause I mean, we said this before we started the show, but we are living in a time that's just like perfect for mm -hmm. um, us to talk about all these different kinds of fandoms that are out there. So uh, I'm stoked to uh, talk about it and, and get into what we've got for tonight. Absolutely. Well, listen, before we get into that, I do just want to make a couple things just perfectly 1000% clear as far as what Geekverse Reactions is. Just straight up, anything geek, anything nerd, anything fandom, we're going to talk about it. Like DJ mentioned, we are Star Wars first primarily, and sometimes I'm sure Star Wars is going to leak into these conversations. Because to be completely honest, for me, for other like geek and fandom things, you can tell sometimes that Star Wars has impacted those things. Oh, yeah. So for me, you know, any chance I can, you know, I'm going to mention it, but we're going to try to pause and, and not necessarily go strictly into Star Wars as much as as possible with this platform. DJ, to you jump, say something? Yeah, to, to jump from what you just said, I've said and ar I've argued, bro, I have argued with people over this that you do you do not have modern cinema without Star Wars. You're correct. You just don't. And you don't get things like Avengers Endgame. You know, mm -hmm. you don't get things uh, like the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. You just don't get these kinds of things without Star Wars being in the mix. It, it, and I mean, the original 1977 A New Hope before it was even called A New Hope. You don't mm -hmm. you don't get you don't get the geek verse without Star Wars, I feel like. Absolutely. Well, like like we mentioned, you know, we'll talk about Star Wars when it comes up. It's going to naturally yes. happen. But Geekverse Reactions, we're going to start doing this every Tuesday night live at 830 CST over here on YouTube. But I do want to, you know, just make a little adjustment and props to DJ for kind of giving some feedback and input on this. We are just going to go ahead and also share this recording, this audio version of it to our podcast platforms, but we will conveniently label it as Geekverse Reactions for those of our podcast listeners that, you know, uh, would like that convenience. For me, you know, as far as my, you know, mental psychoness, I would like to see, you know, Mando Talk labeled Mando Talk, Geekverse Reactions labeled Geekverse Reactions. Absolutely. So we'll do it that way. So you kind of know what to expect before you hit 
uh, play and we appreciate you hitting play. Uh, thank you so much for, you know, caring enough to listen to what we have to say about star Wars and geek verse things. And, uh, that's truly humbling and I can't wait to continue to do it. And speaking of that as well too, you know, those of you here on YouTube here live, uh, watching on the playback, if you have not hit that subscribe button yet, please do that. You know, for a while, we've been talking about 100 subscribers by the time that the book of Boba Fett hits, uh, how far away are we DJ 23, man, 23, 23 subs away, man. Absolutely. (laughs) If let's we, let's make get it 23, happen. 23 tonight, 23 20, tonight, let's tonight, go. <laughs> we're going to get somewhere. <laughs> no, but we would really appreciate it if you could help us get to that goal, because, you know, I really do think that once we hit that, things might kind of start rolling our way a little bit. Um, some cool things might be coming down the pipeline. So click that subscribe button if you have not done so. Okay. That was a lot of kind of basic intro stuff, but I feel like since it was the first time we have done it, I felt like that was necessary. So we are now, though, ready to officially react to some Geekverse topics. Uh, but yes. since this is the first time that we are doing this, we wanted to share like our top five, if you will, or dive into what other universes, what other things in the Geekverse do we love outside of Star Wars? You know that we love Star Wars, but you don't maybe necessarily know everything else that we love. So we're going to go ahead and get that kick started. DJ, why don't you take it away? I would love to, man. Um, so what other universes do we love outside of Star Wars? I think this is a fantastic thing for us to jump into before um, we get into the rest of the, the future that is going to be Geekverse Reactions. So why don't we do this, if that's all right with you? I'll say one, you say one, and we'll just flip-flop back and forth. Sure, absolutely. And we'll do, our, we'll do our top five, okay? And I don't know if you have a bonus. I have a bonus. I actually have two bonuses. Then I don't feel bad adding a second bonus <laughs> because I have okay, a second sweet. bonus. Okay, so you're going to get your our top 14 fandoms <laughs> in no particular go. order. <laughs> so putting Star Wars aside, okay? Right. That's... I feel like we have to put Star Wars side because we're, I mean, on Thursdays, we're Mando talk, right. you know? Absolutely. So right now, let's talk about the other one. So I'll go first. My number one right are we behind. Going, are we going number one or are we going like well, honorable mentions I, or like, uh, is we'll there say, an order we should go? I feel like we should save our honorable mentions and we'll do that. You know what? Let's go from the bottom to the top. From five to one. Five to one. And, and then, then in our, between, and then in between two and one. To okay. set the anticipation. Ooh, I like this. We'll man. do our I bonuses. Like yeah. Let's okay. go. Okay. All right. So uh number six. No, I'm sorry. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> number five for me is straight up just Batman. Just okay. Batman. I, oh. I love Batman. Um, I, you know, for me, my love for Batman started honestly with the Dark Knight trilogy. And I think that mm. a lot of people our age, us millennials, we would be able to say, Oh, yeah, Christian Bale's my Batman. And even when you go back in time and you look at all the different men who have played Batman, whether it was animated or live action, of course, a lot of the times we only talk about the live action uh, actors who've played Batman, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's hard to go without mentioning Adam West, Michael Keaton. We could probably go without mentioning Val Kilmer or George Clooney, but it's a part of the legacy. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. And (laughs) Now we have Robert Pattinson coming up, which I thought at first, why? Mm-hmm. 
And then they dropped that glorious trailer, which was on my birthday last year. So Ooh, that's, that's I a got, good birthday present. I got a great birthday present. So thank you, Warner Brothers. Appreciate <laughs> that. Um, but it, I love Batman so much. I think Batman's just the coolest. So okay. um, that's my number five. Well, what's your number five? Man, I know that you're going to not be a fan of how far down this is for me. Okay. But my number five is the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, Now, I know Lord of the Rings is epic. It's incredible. But just something about it and something about it, you just you watch the movies and you are fully enamored and and taken into that realm and that atmosphere. And it, it blows me away. Now, to be completely honest, I do feel like of all the ones here on the list, I think I haven't done a great job myself as a fan of diving into it as much as it deserves. Oh, and with yeah. that said, I think if I was to dive deeper into it, I think it might climb up the list, but honestly, right. I've kind of gotten like sidetracked, if you will, as I've gone on with my adult life and I've kind of, you know, seen the flashiness of all these other mm -hmm. franchises and it kind of catches my eye and I haven't really gone back and, and given Lord of the Rings more attention, but Lord of the Rings is good enough to be in my top five okay. so i get i give it number five now if jacob was here you know again if, if you're new mm. to the show jacob my brother he would be punching me in the face absolutely <laughs> that's awesome yeah i uh i love lord of the rings and i will i'll say this it's in my top five mm -hmm. i'll leave it oh leave it be. that's what yeah yeah we'll i'll leave it there. be for now we'll where. get there <laughs> i you know i'll say more about lord of the rings here in a minute how about okay. that Okay. Uh, I'll go to my number four now. Now this might surprise you how far down on the list it, it is on mine. Okay. Um, because, uh, well, we're going to talk about it here in just a minute. My number four is just the entirety of the MCU. Okay. Um, I, I like a lot of people, I keep up with the MCU quite mm. frequently. In fact, I, I convinced the wife to go see Shang-Chi this weekend. So we're headed, the right there. we're headed to the theater. I'm gonna get me a fat icy and, uh -huh. and go refill it about seven times. And mm -hmm. well, before that's, you know, before the trailers even end, but uh, I I've, I've been a part, I feel like of the MCU and for a long time. In fact, I said this um, uh, before we started the show, I used to work at a movie theater and I was there working when Avengers premiered May 4th, 2012. And let me tell you, you have never seen a theater more dirty mm -hmm. and you've never seen more people in, in waiting mm -hmm. in line. It's the, it's, it was the like blockbuster of the three years I worked there. Yeah. And um, I've never seen a movie like it since. Um, I'm sure, you know, it's different now because you can order your tickets ahead of time. We were mm -hmm. still flirting with that idea in 2012. We hadn't really fully committed to that. Yeah, mm -hmm. so lines out the door, lines down the hallway. So for me, the MCU is is just this incredible masterpiece that's just been beautifully woven together over a decade and now going into almost two or 12 years. As right. Coming into 2012, it'll be 12 or uh, no, 2012, uh, 2022, be 12 years. Mm -hmm. So it's been a long time coming. And plus, you know, they keep coming up with these stories and they're worth investing your time in. Yes just for the sake of storytelling, it's, it's worth investing your time in. So for me, my number four is the MCU. Okay. Fair enough. I like that so pick. Where, now, where are you at? Where are you my at? My number, number four, four is, you know, you'll like this one is simply 
the Batman. The Batman. Uh, yeah, I, I love the character. I, I think it's it's really impressive, you know, no matter who portrays the character or who gives their take on the character. Somehow it always feels fresh. Somehow it always feels like there's more to dive into with that character. Uh, and like you mentioned, you know, we grew up with the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, that's going to be hard to beat for me as far as a comic book trilogy goes ever. Like that was incredible. Uh, but I think that there's a lot of potential with Robert Pattinson's Batman. If I'm being completely honest, I, I cannot wait uh, to see that film. And, and we'll talk more about that later in this episode. And I can't wait to talk about that. But Batman, you know, he just always ticks the radar for me. He always gets my attention. So Batman was uh, for the reasons you mentioned earlier and mm -hmm. the reasons I just listed there. Batman's my number four. And for the record, those of you watching or listening, and shout out to our podcast listeners who are jumping in via wherever you're listening to us. Mm -hmm. uh, I personally, before I was ever on the show, was listening on Spotify. So I, I prefer Spotify uh, as yeah. a platform. However, thank you guys for listening. So Absolutely. I'm going to go ahead and jump into my third one. And I have, I've made this very public before. I, I have said in front of a large group of people, you can dog on me for liking Star Wars. You can dog on me for being a nerd for that all day. I will I will take it because I've been taking it, as Cassian Andor said, since I was six years old and younger. Yep. So, but here's one thing you will never, I will never let anybody knock me down for this one. Okay. The Rocky franchise. Ooh, I like I, that. Wow. I love the Rocky and mm -hmm. Creed movies. Okay. I mean, I, I have loved Rocky here's how okay i have actually i'm i just turned 27 years old mm -hmm. just last week for 27 years of my life i've been a rocky fan here's how i know this when i was a baby before i was even a year old i couldn't i couldn't stop crying at night apparently mm -hmm. so what my dad did was he popped in rocky and as soon as it was in the vhs player i stopped Wow. Stop crying. <laughs> and for years on, apparently that was how I got to go to sleep. Yeah. And so as far back as I can remember, I think Rocky was a part of my life before Star Wars was. Okay. So yeah. um, I, I have always been a massive Rocky fan. And on top of that, when the Creed movies came out, oh, I was stoked. Mm -hmm. I mean, when Michael B. Jordan was cast. What a guy. Paul, what a I guy. mean, I, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, those movies are fantastic. And then mm -hmm. Tessa Thompson playing his wife by the time you get to the second Creed movie. Now, here's something kind of interesting, and I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but my wife is actually deaf, mm -hmm. and uh, she wears hearing aids. Now, she's not totally deaf, but um, she has some major hearing impairments. And for me, when Creed came out and knowing Tessa Thompson's character was deaf, um, and then that plays into the second movie, and when they have a baby and the baby ends up being deaf. And um, I haven't, I've said this on Twitter. I haven't said it on Mando talk, but my wife and I are actually expecting our first baby. Hey, and um, congratulations. thank you very much, sir. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but not breaking that, news here, by the way, not breaking no, news. Here. No, so I didn't no. want, you know, I don't want people to think, Oh, yeah, Caleb yeah, yeah. just gave a absolute fake. Congratulations. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Caleb, Caleb's known for a few weeks now, a few weeks now. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> And, you know, so for me, watching him deal with his wife, watching him deal with his child, it strikes a chord with me, mm -hmm. um, not just as a Rocky fan, but, you know, and I got married to her before I think uh, either Creed movie came out or I at least we were dating before then. So, mm -hmm. you know, 
seeing that on the screen, I was like, Oh, it, 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 it hit me right where I needed to hit me. So my love for Rocky has just continued on uh, through the Creed movies. And I will always be a Rocky fan. In fact, I've been to the Rocky stairs in Philadelphia. Oh, that's and, cool. And we're cool. on the Rocky stairs. And by the way, the statue's still there. It's just off to yeah. the right-hand side of, of the stairs. It's really cool. It's a really cool experience. So the Rocky and Creed franchise, that's my that's my number three. Okay, number I like three. that. I like that. What, now, what's your, what's your number three, man? My number three, I know you haven't seen it, uh, Game of Thrones. Mm. Uh, I know that's kind of, I know, like, typically when you hear somebody explain it, they'll say, like, oh, a, a modern take or type of Lord of the Rings. I don't think that's the case at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Game of Thrones for me, it's just the TV show format, I think speaks to me more now at this age where I like the week to week conversation. I mean, obviously I started a podcast to talk about the Mandalorian week to week. So that style and really Game of Thrones is what inspired me to start a podcast. So that has a lot uh, to do with it, but mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, just the action, uh, the set pieces, the thing it, it, it brought to television, not only did it set the stakes for, you know, that show itself, but I think Game of Thrones has, you know, like Star Wars as, as, as a film has impacted so much. I think Game of Thrones as a television show has impacted so much because all the time you hear about, you know, even John Favreau. And here we go. I'm incorporating Star Wars into this. Favreau's talked about how he wants to make the Mandalorian kind of like this Game of Thrones esque like big overarching massive story and game of thrones really pulled that off i mean it's got swords it's got blood it's got dragons it's got zombies it's basically got everything that you know us geeks want uh so game of thrones was my number three didn't want to dive too deep into that other than um you know nothing john snow and i know that's a reference that maybe you know nothing about i got nothing john snow kit harrington for life (laughs) my 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 uh game of thrones knowledge is literally to the extent of winter is coming winter is coming and even that even that (laughs) i have no idea what that means i'm just like every fall every fall i just am like oh winter's coming and i'm like i don't know what that means uh you say it 24 7 365 you know it could be the middle of july burning up winter's coming it's always coming (laughs) yes and i i i feel like it's way more ominous than i realize Mm. I might have to jump into Game of Thrones and just bite yeah. the bullet. And I know, I there's, don't know there's some things in there, you know, yeah, that is very vulgar and, and very revealing. Yeah. Uh, but you know, they invent the fast forward button if you need to. Just that click is that, true. Click that thing a couple times. Click, click, <laughs> a few times. A Absolutely. lot of times, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard, especially in season one. I don't season know anything beyond sure. that. Season yeah, one. Yeah, but sure. that's all it's all good. And I don't knock you for for liking the show. I I'm as big a fan as any other geek verse stuff as, as the next guy. Yeah. Um, so I'll go, ju- go ahead and jump into my number, my, my second, my top, my Ooh, number right two, up. I don't want to say number two because number two stinks, but not in this case, top number two, th- baby, my top two. And then we'll get into uh, my honorable mention, my bonuses. Yeah. Or your, we'll go to your, your second and then we'll jump okay. back. But yeah. Um, Indiana Jones. Okay. Is, now we're talking, baby. I mean, it's a Star Wars adjacent, you know, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, I've, I I don't really remember when I was introduced to Indy, but I know it was after I was introduced to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was like, oh, my dad, my dad introduced me to Star Wars, but I think he was like, oh, you you like this? Well, maybe you'll also like this. And and I've said it on the podcast. I, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm a Christian and I'm a pastor. My dad mm-hmm. is a pastor. 
And um, he's like, oh, you'll love this because it deals with the Ark of the Covenant. And I was like, what's the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah. <laughs> and it was a nice way for him to teach me what the Old Testament talks about on that. So on top of that, now I love Raiders, but my favorite Indiana Jones is actually The Last Crusade. Okay. Um, and that was my introduction to Sean Connery. Yeah, um, absolute who, legend. I, I mean, I mean, and, and I hate that he passed away. I mean, I know mm -hmm. we all have to someday, but man, it was just a cool guy, cool old man. And um, he was just the best, I feel like, as Indy's dad, which I don't know if you know this, they're only eight years apart in age. Really? Yeah. Isn't that wild? Connery and Ford? Yes. Wow. I didn't know that. Isn't that wild? And they play that, that father son thing so well. Yeah, they do. Um, so I, I love Indiana Jones and uh, I think I'm super excited for Indy five. Yeah, me like, too. I, me and too, when Har man. When Harrison Ford got injured recently, I was like, I mean, he's 70 some odd years old. It only makes sense that, you know, he would get injured, but like the fact that they're out there doing an Indiana Jones five and we're like at it, at a point in time where we can see it is amazing to me. So Indy's my number two. Let me yep. hear yours. And Let me then make we'll this go into easy. our bonuses. This is going to be really easy then. Number two, Indiana Jones. Yes! Um, <laughs> Indiana Jones, for me, you know, I specifically remember this moment. And, and I'm honestly already kind of getting emotional thinking about it. I was like... Power through. Power through. Six, seven. The very first box set of a franchise that i got as a kid for christmas i remember mm. coming down the steps of my boss and granny's house running to the tree and it's not even wrapped it, the the whole pack is just kind of out oh. and, and front and center indiana jones right in the middle of the tree That's and cool. uh i still remember that moment i still remember seeing it i remember That's wanting cool. to watch it as soon as i saw it so i actually have a, a memory of indiana jones prior to any other of these franchises that we've mentioned, even wow. Star Wars, uh, Indiana wow. Jones was my introduction to Harrison Ford. And I feel like wow. that is what honestly maybe made me go and visit Star Wars so yeah. much initially was because Harrison yeah. Ford was so cool. Uh, so Indiana Jones for me, things you mentioned again as well. And then, wow. you know, just that kind of emotional connection there. Uh, make yeah. Indiana Jones my number two. And like you said, Indiana Jones five, you know, all the hate you want to throw at that. Don't care. I'm pumped for that movie. Oh, yeah. Anytime you can get Harrison Ford with a whip and that hat. Uh, yes. Yeah. Give it to me. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be and there. I, I, and honestly, me, I said Rocky was three and then Indy was two. But like mm -hmm. they kind of. They go back and forth at times for me. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. So Indiana Jones and Rocky have always been these things for me, too. But, you know, I. I. <laughs> I don't want people to mess with Indy, Indiana Jones either. Like I'm very protective of my, my love for Rocky. I'm also yeah. very protective of my love for Indy. Um, in fact, at our church a couple years ago, we did a whole vacation Bible school. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that, but it, our theme was Indiana Jones. Yeah. And it was a ton of fun with this kid that is, was in my youth group. I was like teaching him how to be Indy. He'd never seen an Indiana Jones movie. So I was like, oh, you got to Okay, let me show you what you need to do because he was playing indiana jones in the skits we were doing mm -hmm. yeah he did a really good job when it was all said and done but i got to coach him on how to be indy and that was that's fun. cool that's cool um so i'm I, i'm really super appreciate that number two is the same on both of our lists yeah. i think that's awesome yeah. so i have uh two bonuses i'll say them really quick and then we can okay. get to your bonuses so we can get the number one sure um my first one is the office Ooh, the u the call. u.s office i okay. i love the office when it left netflix i was distraught so <laughs> 
I, I actually already owned all season, all nine seasons on DVD, which I still mm -hmm. have. Yeah. Um, but now that it's back on Peacock with seasons one through five, I'm kind of working through seasons one through five right now. Mm, there you go. Um, and the other thing, and I'm not sure if this counts as a geek fandom thing, mm -hmm. but it's an interest that's geek related. Okay. I, I have this weird thing where I, I really like dragons. Mm -hmm. I think dragons are super cool. Um, and I actually, you know, I, this is going to put me in a, a, a box. I feel like, and I shared this with you at the end of Mando talk after we got done recording last, uh, last week, oh, but, okay. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but, um, I also believe that dragons and dinosaurs are the same thing. Call, you can call me crazy if you want, that's fine. I'll leave it at that. But I think dragons are super dope. Uh, the idea of something be able, being able to breathe fire and fly and, and do all sorts of crazy things is just really cool to me. So the office yeah. and dragons. There you go. I don't think you can get any dorkier than that. Sure. I really don't hey, think hey, you can. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. Let, my let me my hear, honorable hear mentions, yours. Yeah. Uh, was just, you know, the DC as a whole. Because outside of Batman, you know, Superman gets my interest, Wonder yeah. Woman. But outside of that, it's just kind of like, eh, you know, I'll watch it. Uh, I'll enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, just DC as a whole, I would throw that as an honorable mention. Now, this one, this next one might surprise you. And we were kind of okay. talking about this uh, before we went live. And I might get hate for this. Oh, no. It is J.J. Abrams, Star Trek. Oh, I'm with you. I love the first one and i love the second one now the third yeah. one you know it's questionable yeah, yeah. It's, it's there yeah yeah and i guess that again you know everyone out there has heard it jj abrams star trek people say oh it's star trek wars come on now yeah and that's probably why i love it let's let's yeah. be honest that's probably why it's on my honorable mention well, list you, you know he snuck r2d2 into the yeah. first one i yeah. mean yeah and for those of you who are finding that out for the first time Go Google that one because that's hilarious when you see R2 doing one of these through space. It's <laughs> yeah, hilarious. It is. It is. I'm with you on that one. I'll put that as my third honorable mention. There you go. Nice. Because I, I think <laughs> I love those J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies. They're fantastic. And it, it came to us in an era where there was no Star Wars. That is true. And I also we, think that's yeah. what kind of plays at it. I feel like if Star Wars and Star Trek had come out at the same time, I would have then subscribed to this feud between the two. Like I yes. would have said, oh, Star Wars is far superior. I don't have yes. time for Star Trek. Yes. But because it came when it did, I think that has honestly for our generation made that whole, you know, divide or argument that used to be there completely irrelevant. That, yes. that just might be my opinion, at least for our age kind of people. Yeah. Am I crazy for that? No, I don't think okay. so. I think for people our age, millennials, 20 something, 30 somethings, I think that that is very on brand, very, very fair. Okay. Uh, however, what always annoyed me growing up and honestly kind of still does is when it's like, oh, I don't know the difference between Star Trek, and Star Wars, but blah, blah. I'm like, there's a very big difference. <laughs> like, yeah. and so for those who are like with me on that, I think you'll understand uh -huh. those kinds of deals. And I'm with you. Well. I think that JJ Abrams having dipped his toe in both uh, rivers, if you will. I think definitely I'm just dying laughing that. because I know if my dad, you know, if he's watching or listening, mm. he's one of those that, you know, if I say I'm going to throw Star Trek on or something, he's going to be like, is that the one with that hairy carpet that walks around <laughs> talking about Chewbacca? <laughs> so he oh, very much man. is down that lane of, you know, it's all the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And I think most people are, but like, let's be real. They're very different. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All well, right. let's get to our top ones, baby.
Absolutely. Number one for me, Lord of the Rings. Uh, I'm not surprised. I love Lord of the Rings. Not surprised at all. What is this, like three or what do you, you're like admin of like three different Lord of the Rings groups? No, just one. (laughs) No, I am. I'm the moderator for a Facebook group uh, called Middle Earth Theological Seminary. Shameless plug. (laughs) Yeah, shameless plug. But it's a it's a blast with those guys on there. And I love hanging out. Uh, with them and talking and it's sometimes it gets a little hectic in the comment section as all social media does but uh, yeah. it's mostly just for memes just lord of the rings memes you, you know go. if you're if you're a memer i don't think that's a word hey, but we'll make you, it a word <laughs> i don't know yeah but if you're one of those people who enjoys making memes for lord of the rings you know check out middle earth theological seminary uh, me and one of the other moderators are currently working on a, another Facebook group called Rebel Alliance Theological Seminary. There We've you go. yet to launch it, but if it's it was a theological for, seminary verse, it is, and it is, and there's also a Dunder Mifflin Theological Seminary <laughs> for you Office fans out there. Wow, that is incredible. Middle, Middle Earth and Dunder Mifflin have almost ten thousand um, uh, members each. So. Hey. That's a lot of dorky people out there sharing a lot of dorky memes. Let me tell you, but um, those were two shameless plugs. I'm not any kind of affiliation (laughs) with the Dunder Mifflin other than I'm a member. But um, anyway, Lord of the Rings is one of those things I revisit every winter. It's my comfort movie franchise between like December and February. I rewatch all three of those and I have the extended editions, baby. So I, I invest my time into that one. And then go and watch all that glorious behind the scenes material, which mm-hmm. honestly helped me fall in love with filmmaking. I still yeah. <clears throat> consider myself to be like a film researcher. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy watching behind the scenes and it has a lot to do with those Lord of the Rings movies. And of course, The Hobbit comes with that. That's kind of like a an addendum. Okay. And see, that's why I was trying very specifically when I said Lord of the Rings at number five. I hope yeah. I, I throw it in the word trilogy. If, you I, did. if not, okay. I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, you me. did. <laughs> like, and I, I enjoy the Hobbit. I have my issues. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people do. I yeah. personally believe the Hobbit should have just been two movies. I don't think it yeah. needed to be a trilogy. And they literally did that for two reasons. One Lord of the Rings was a trilogy Two, money. That was it. Um, it's all about that green. Yeah. All about that green. But <laughs> um, anyway, I love Lord of the Rings have for a long time. Uh, I enjoy reading the books and even, even the extension from those mm-hmm. books, the Silmarillion and others. And I've yet to go see uh, the green Knight, the movie that just came out because that was actually based on Tolkien's adaptation of that story. Oh, okay. so I've yet to go see it. I need to, I want to, I just haven't got around to doing that. So uh, yeah. hopefully before too long, I can go see that. Cause it's basically Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be real. It's basically Lord of the Rings. So well. I'm a big, I'm a big, I call it loader. L O L O T R loader. I'm a big yeah. loader fan. So good times um in middle earth for sure so i'm anxious what's your number one well i i think it's obvious because it's the only one i haven't mentioned so far and that is it is the mcu uh the marvel oh, cinematic okay. universe i'm just okay. you know and and you know Should've i, I know I, I know i've had this conversation with zach if yeah. you asked me that two years ago it's not even in my top five because i was in that moment i was kind of well i guess maybe before infinity war once infinity war hit that's when i was like okay uh they just spent 20 something movies building all of this up to tell this incredible story 
that deserves my a attention and two respect. Uh, and yes. it was at that point when I started to then go back and make sure that I've seen all of them chronologically, not necessarily release order, yes. but in the order of when the events occurred. And that really right. changed my perspective on the MCU. And I've come to just respect it so much. And like I said, you know, before Infinity War came out, you know, I was your angry Star Wars fan that was like, you know what, it's time for Star Wars to be king again. Yes. But once I saw Infinity War, I was just like, look, it's time for me to quit this pettiness. The MCU yeah. is doing something incredible. I need to enjoy it before it's over. And luckily, it looks like it's not even close uh, to being over. They keep telling all of these no. great stories, uh, these yeah. great tales, and they're still somehow connecting to all of this stuff that we've seen before. But yet it's also introducing some crazy mind boggling yes. stuff coming down the line. And I can't wait to continue to see it. And maybe, you know, this this idea of not knowing what's to come also helps me put it in that number one spot. Sure. Yeah. Because, you know, just that idea of, oh, what's going to happen next keeps me intrigued with the well, MCU. especially after the events of Loki. I mean, specifically yes. Loki, because that opened a whole can of worms. Yeah. I mean, and we're already seeing that um, with Spider-Man and all these other things. I mean, it's just a matter of time before we get literal insanity when it, mm -hmm. i mean i don't even know how else to put it i'm with you i mean i i feel like now i need to reevaluate my top five uh, hey, uh, no 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 yeah, you stick huh. it you was good you had a good five you had a good five, i have man. a good five high five there you go uh so yeah i i'm with you on that i think that those are all fantastic so let us know in the comments what your uh top five fandoms outside of star wars are and um put that down in the comment section below the video and again i'm gonna go ahead and plug it again you plugged it up top but go ahead and like the video and subscribe while you're there you know it helps us Let's out yeah. and share it share it around with your friends your other nerdy friends because listen we all got nerdy friends all right <laughs> so at least i hope you do i'll be your nerdy friend if you don't have any nerdy friends all there right you go. all of us um, here at mando talk slash reactions will be your geek friend <laughs> yeah all right yeah so that's that's it for our top um whatever 15 14 <laughs> however that ended up yeah <laughs> well and i think it was important for us to do that on this inaugural yes. geek first reactions episode for sure because it's important for you as the listener or audience to realize that you know we again we still have other passions obviously i think maybe it's evident that i am very much more so passionate about star wars like that's never going to be touched uh, but it's very clear that we have passions outside of that. And that's why we've started this. And hopefully us having a conversation back and forward there about our top five, plus a couple of honorable mentions there uh, kind of shows you kind of why we're going to keep doing this. And I, and I hope that's enough for you to be like, you know what, these guys, they might not know it all, but they love talking about it. So I'm going to love listening to them. But with that said, I hope you enjoyed that. Tell us your top five geek verse uh ips projects franchises we would love to hear them you can tell us in the comments you can tell us in our discord that link is in the description of the video or the podcast uh but let's without further ado kind of what we'll start doing when geekverse reactions continues to you know pump out content each week each week it'll be more so you know like our news kind of uh, episodes where we're going to talk about the recent news or the recent trailers to react to or the recent movies to kind of spoiler react to and review. Uh, we're going to start doing uh, that kind of approach. Uh, just guys hanging out, 
talking about things in the geek verse and having fun with it. So the first thing that we actually want to talk about uh, tonight is something that's in both of our top fives as far as uh, projects or characters, at least, uh, that we love in the geek verse. And that is the Batman. Now, we are specifically talking about uh, Matt Reeves's Batman that's expected to come out next year. There are apparently there was apparently recently somewhere not sure maybe CinemaCon something like that there was mm-hmm. an early test screening yes. uh, and early reactions in a Twitter thread from what I saw and that Twitter thread was at Blu-ray Angel uh, for this Batman movie have been revealed uh, I don't know necessarily how much we can trust uh, this Twitter thread or how accurate it is but I do feel like it's important enough for us to at least mention here uh, and I'm just going to read through the thread and at any point DJ if you want to cut me off and you feel like there's in so- there's something important from the thread that you would like to discuss please do okay sounds good all right so tweet number one in this th- in this thread from blu-ray angel it says exclusive I know someone who has seen the Batman friend of mine and a really good person here's what they told me thread no spoilers so we're not sharing any spoilers with the movie we're just sharing some general ideas that this viewer uh, wanted to share the batman movie is a horror movie very graphic very dark very scary paul dano is crazy so scary i loved every second and paul dano i believe is the actor that is portraying the riddler uh in this film so that would make sense from the trailer that we have seen i think that matches uh out and that would make sense to kind of just say as a broad blanket statement obviously yeah in my opinion yeah, and I think that it's really good. I think it's great that we're returning to the character of the Riddler. Mm-hmm. I know he was lightly teased in the Dark Knight, like yes. so lightly it was like almost not noticeable. Um, and, but aside from that little moment, the last time we saw the Riddler on the silver screen was Jim Carrey. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and let let's be honest, that that iteration of the Riddler is just like some kind of weird uh, all respect to Jim Carrey. He's a fantastic actor. I love, I love him mm-hmm. in most of his movies, but yeah, when you look at the Riddler, he's just doing an impression, uh, like a very odd impression of whoever the heck the guy was who played the Riddler in the sixties. Mm-hmm. I don't know that actor's name, although he was a prominent actor during that time. I know he had guest spots on shows like the Munsters, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, when you look at him as a, as an actor and what he did with the Riddler in the sixties, perfect. But you know, when you look at the Riddler in the nineties and it's like, Jim, you could have done a little, and maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was Joel Schumacher. I have mm-hmm. no, the director, I have no idea if it was that or what, but um, coming off of things like Joker, you know, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix or yeah. even Heath Ledger's Joker, Oof. you know, and, and, Harley Quinn being played by Margot Robbie. I mean, first of all, I know Birds of Prey was kind of whatever, but every other time Mar- uh, Margot Robbie has been Harley Quinn, to me, it's a home run. I mean, she is Harley Quinn to me at this point. And yeah. so the fact that we're going a direction with the Riddler and seeing him be like this insane guy, I mean, only from the trailers, just, I mean, the one trailer, just the little images and in, in, uh, voiceovers we've gotten. Yeah. Wow. I just think, it's it's incredible um what we have coming down the pipe so to speak agree and i agree with everything that you just mentioned i can't wait to kind of see that kind of take on the riddler again if this thread is true but i think the trailer was enough to show that we'll be getting that 
uh, from this Batman movie. Next up in the uh, Twitter thread here, the next tweet says the cut they saw of the Batman is three hours long. Sign me up for that. If that's Absolutely. the case, sign me up. I, oh, I'm okay. all about longer films. Yes. Uh, maybe not as long as the Snyder cut. Don't get me wrong. Uh, <laughs> but that, I think that three hour mark, I think we've kind of gotten there. I think yes. I think as a fandom, as a fan base, as a whole of, you know, these geek verse type of films. I think we've gotten to that point where everyone kind of wants to see three hour films of their favorite characters. Am I wrong with that? No, I don't think so. Um, I didn't think so either. I mean, before tell, I me, go first, tell me if I'm wrong, guys, out there yeah. that are listening. And speaking of those who are listening, I just wanted to mention we had a, a couple people jump in the, the live chat. My Let's brother's go. my brother, Gavin, uh, also known as TK421, over go. on Discord. We've yet to mention Discord. Join our Discord at Mando Talk. Uh, we got yeah. all kinds of goodies we're talking about over there. And then also, I don't think I've ever seen this name before. Okay. Diego Aguilar from costa rica he says hey guys hello that's awesome that's hello awesome. you welcome to the show diego yeah i, I love I, it i'm stoked you're here i hope you stick around because listen i think you might be our first ever costa rican viewer i that i know of absolutely there you I go by name yes and you are <laughs> mr mando talk so you would know so congratulations <laughs> diego aguilar I wonder if you have any relation to some of the people I know up here in Texas. Uh, I know I know an Aguilar nearby, but uh, maybe not. Maybe who knows? But anyway, I'm back back on this three hour cut of Batman. Um, absolutely. Give it to yeah. me, because, listen, I just said I can list. I, I rewatch Lord of the Rings at least once a year. Yeah, I can do that. Give me three hours of Batman. I mean, he straight up is just like, I'm vengeance. Like, come on on you like, just gave me chills man listen, just gave me chills <laughs> and i i i love doing batman specifically i love doing christian bellheads because you can at any given moment you can just go where is she and everybody <laughs> knows exactly what you're talking about original it's just it's so much fun to scream like christian bale's batman sure um yeah. and with this i'm vengeance it's just enough yeah, it's just he. I feel like I have no idea if old Pattinson did this or not, but I feel like he took from the best parts of of Bruce Wayne and said, this is what we're going to get. So uh, three hours all day, all day. I don't yeah. care. Give me that. Uh, uh, yeah, just give me that. I, there's nothing yeah. else to say. Give me a three hour cut of the Batman. I'm there for it. OK, next mm -hmm. tweet. Their thoughts on Zoe Kravitz as bat. As, sorry, as Catwoman. I have a million things to say about Catwoman. She's my favorite. Definitely my favorite Catwoman. Um, I don't really have too much to add to that other than I'm not honestly too surprised uh, with the Catwoman portrayals that we've gotten in the past. They've been OK. Uh, I feel like they could have, you know, been potentially better uh, not to throw shots or anything. I I've enjoyed the portrayals that we've gotten. But I think that Zoe is going to do something pretty remarkable uh, with this character in this in this movie. I bet so. I mean, I, I was following Gotham, the TV show for its entire run, and I really enjoyed the actress who played Selena Kyle in that. Mm -hmm. and um there were some i feel like that show was kind of <clears throat> out there in a lot of ways so it wasn't like the best Catwoman. uh michelle pfeiffer all day though i mean yeah. until zoe kravitz you know i see it you know i'm gonna stick with michelle pfeiffer no no shade at anne hathaway i think sure it was, yeah. it was good but you know we'll see about zoe kravitz i'm kind of I'm not i've never seen her in anything so i have nothing to base it on yeah uh, i'm sure it's going to be better than halle berry 
Um, so we'll see about that. Um, but I'm all for that. I mean, it sounds like a good take thus far. We'll, we'll see. I think it's March of 2022 is when it's supposed to hit. So right. we'll see then, I guess. All right. Well, let's combine these next two uh, tweets since they're both kind of focused more so on Robert Pattinson's Batman. Uh, tweet number four, their thoughts on Robert Pattinson's Batman voice. His voice was perfect, in my opinion. And then their thoughts on his Batmobile. Um, there's a lot of uh, explicitives in this, but basically, <laughs> my goodness gracious, it slayed. <laughs> that's the, that's, is that the rated G a, version? That's a clean version. <laughs> my goodness gracious. Yes, I hey, agree. I, I mean, best. I try my that best. Batmobile <laughs> does look legit. I think it, it yeah. has... It, ha- it it's like an ode to Adam West's Batmobile in a couple of spots, especially those rear fenders. Of course, the giant you know jet coming out of the back is a must. Well, and I like the simplicity of this Batmobile yeah. that we're getting this this yes. go around. Sign me up for that. I, I'm all for that. I really, really, really dig that. Yeah, and I I I'm with it too. Honestly, um, it, it felt it felt more grounded. You know, mm. even and what's so funny is that the Dark Knight trilogy felt grounded. But this somehow feels more grounded. Yeah, and it's it's hard. It's kind of hard to say that, but it does. It feels a little bit more grounded. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm with you on the Batmobile. It it looks sick. I can't wait to see it in action. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, moving on with our tweet thread here. Uh, closing opinion, but you know they add an update to this, so not necessarily the last tweet. Uh, there's a scene at the end that literally literally had everyone screaming. Everyone gasped. Like it was a big no way for everyone. I don't give a about Batman uh, or DC. Don't give a flying fadoodle. <laughs> I don't give a flying fadoodle about Batman or DC. And even I clenched onto a knee and was shook. It's the biggest, I, I'm, I'm assuming mic drop, uh, mm. biggest mic drop. Now for me, you know, as not necessarily, I guess, comic book deep heavy with Batman. So more so film based when I read that, the Joker character is what comes to my mind. If, if they're really going the biggest mic drop, I mean, wouldn't potentially even, you know, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker popping up somehow at the end, wouldn't that be a mic drop? But maybe not to that extent. Yeah. Maybe it's just something as far as uh, this iteration of Robert Pattinson's Batman goes, as far as maybe just character. Um, but what do you think? What do you think of that cl- kind of well, closing opinion <clears throat> tweet there? Yeah, I've definitely heard rumors of a of another Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure if that's been confirmed. Maybe you know. Maybe someone else can tell us in the comments if that's been confirmed. But uh, or if you're listening to this later, tweet at us at Mando Talk or at Caleb uh, J Killer Three or at Rebel Scum Texan. You know, any one of those three get our attention. And tell us. But um, you know, I think the best thing to do because not to not to steal your thunder for the next tweet, but we do know do from it. this next tweet that it's been set up for a sequel. Yeah. So I think the best way to set it up for a sequel um, would be to take the end of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker movie and kind of tie that into Robert Pattinson's because that's beautiful. Yeah, because I don't see why not. I mean, we've already I've read there's an article that Screen Rant put out about uh, Batman being played at CinemaCon uh, first screening, I think is where that was, like you said earlier. Mm -hmm. And in there it talks about uh, um, um, Oh, I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry, but um, it talks about the reactions and just Joker in general kind of gets a little name drop in there. So I think that if we have mm. some sort of a tie in 
from the ending of Joker, which how how long has that been out now? Like two years? Yeah, it's been out for a while. Okay, then I haven't. I have no problem. Go ahead and throw in this this little out there, because if you haven't seen Joker by now, one of two things you have either held out way too long or you're just not going to watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, Joaquin Phoenix won an Oscar for this movie. Come on. Yeah. I mean, two men have won Oscars for playing the Joker and Joaquin Phoenix and and Heath Ledger, you know, so the fact that we could set a, a scene up where, you know, Joker is kind of the reason Batman's parents, Martha, uh, and Thomas Wayne are killed more or less, you know, it's kind of a ripple effect there. Um, I think it would be perfect to kind of tie into that because we could have this really cool sequel to both of them. Yeah. Almost, mixed. you know, yeah. And I, I wish that that's what they would have done with man of steel is had man of steel and then done a Batman movie and then Batman versus Superman. Cause I think that would have helped usher along the DCEU a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Oh, this is what I was going to say a second ago. Um, Robert Pattinson's Batman takes place on Earth 2. So within yeah. the multiverse of DC, this is a separate Batman. And mm-hmm. we already had Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. And we already had Jared Leto as the Joker. Are these on separate Earths? Or are these on separate multiverse? I mean, different universes. I mean, if so, why can't we put Joker, um, Joaquin Phoenix, and Robert Pattinson's Batman together? Because we saw Ben Affleck and uh, Jared Leto's batman and joker respectively in uh, a one small scene in suicide squad the first one and then also in um um um, what was it um uh, the snyder cut of the justice league yeah so um i kind of ranted there for a second i apologize but you know i think this is something that we could very easily see coming in with that uh this next tweet yeah i'll let you go ahead and yeah no and i'll just go ahead and just read that tweet there to kind of finalize this discussion uh update i just asked if the batman sets up for a sequel here's what they said yes death sequel that's the oh crap moment there at the end i genuinely felt like they're gonna start a whole collection of rob Patton, so robert pattinson batman movies and circle through different villains maybe uh so i definitely think that kind of lends itself to maybe a potential joker tie-in yeah. uh but you know again i don't want to you know set expectations so high i don't need it uh to be joker don't get me wrong i'm excited sure. just to see robert pattinson as oh, this yeah. character yeah. Yeah. uh i've said it before not on air because i haven't had a platform to do that but now with geek first reactions i do um i think robert pattinson looks perfect and phenomenal as batman i might need a little convincing as bruce wayne though Yes. Just a little. That, that's kind of where I'm at. But yeah. I have full confidence that he's going to be able to. Because, you know, after the Twilight Saga, he has shown <laughs> that after he has yeah. shown that he is a phenomenal talent. Phenomenal. Sure. Uh, so I fully trust him to be able to uh, portray Bruce Wayne and the Batman pretty great. But what do you think, those of you out there listening, do you think, first of all, do you think that this thread, we should view this as legit? Like, are you okay with, you know, taking these words for truth and actually, you know, think expecting to see a three hour cut of Batman? I would kind of expect it probably to be trimmed down a little bit in between now and when we see it. But regardless, what do you think? Uh, does this excite you? Is this legit? You tell us in the comments or over on Discord. We would love to hear uh, from you. But that is our Batman news for this evening. But uh, it's time for us to get into kind of the reaction, if you will, in Geekverse reactions. We're going to react to uh, 
a specific show that Marvel's got going on right this now. This little and, this little thing over there on yeah. um, some streaming service called Disney Plus, right? I, I think so. It's something to yeah, do with Mickey yeah, Mouse, something don't like it? that. <laughs> well, DJ, take take the reins on this sure. news piece. Well, um, as you probably are aware of, um, if you're listening or watching, what the What If series has just been, in my opinion, groundbreaking. And I think in a lot of ways, it's it's uniting the multiverse, especially after we we saw Loki and even WandaVision and, of course, the Spider-Man no, no Way Home trailer. The fact that we're getting into these things, um, I think, is just really brilliant, just absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. Um, so, of course, up to now, of course, tomorrow morning, we'll see a new um what if episode which i'm not sure what the fourth one is uh i have seen an image going around about uh dr strange it's gonna be dr strange Strange involved somehow okay well i love dr strange and uh my wife is a huge dr strange fan she that was kind of her introduction into the mcu she she's been in love with with that character for a while now but um she'll be looking forward to watching that but let's i'm going to kind of just talk about the first one real quick um which was the captain carter episode i um have kind of what may be considered a hot take sir uh fresh out the oven so to speak about this captain carter one now do not don't get too mad guys okay they're they're, oh, they're i'm not, getting mad <laughs> they're not no you can get mad all you want i can deal with i can deal with that it's these it's these comments no i'm just kidding but um i almost almost prefer captain carter to captain america and that's a bold statement and i know that but hear me out for just a moment Okay, spoilers ahead if you have not yet seen Marvel's What If, if you're holding out, which I understand if you're going to try to binge watch them, a lot of folks do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to get into episodes one through three. So just spoiler alert for What If in general. All three. Yeah. So here's my thing. I think that I've always liked the character of Peggy Carter from when when I first saw her in uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, I thought her character was super interesting because I really wanted to see her do more. And then I've only actually finished the first season of Agent Carter. Um, And I know there's only two seasons. I wish there was a third season because Haley Atwell is phenomenal as Peggy Carter. And I thought she did a fantastic job. Oh, Zach Horvath, video game nightcap, plug for video game nightcap. Go check out Zach's channel. He says, how dare you about Captain carter well deal with it brother uh no but i think she's fantastic and i think that really what ends up happening at the end of that specific episode how she i don't know what that giant tentacle thing was there at the end i'm assuming it's the hydra monster whatever that is called um but i love that she pushes that thing back into the wormhole of the tesseract and then pops out oh by the way using a sword Listen, I love swords. I mentioned Lord of the Rings. You've mentioned Game of Thrones. Swords are dope, okay? I love swords. I'm a big Forged in Fire fan over there on History Channel. Love watching people make knives and swords. I think it's awesome. It's a beautiful piece of art there. But she pops out with a sword and a shield and goes to town. And then what happens? She shows up in 2012, right before the events of the Avengers. And... I just thought, how how cool would it be to see Peggy Carter square up against her friend Howard Stark's son, Tony? 
and and no pun intended here, it's a stark difference between those two people, Howard and Tony. They're very different. Yeah, books. <laughs> and so I thought that C- Captain Carter was just brilliant, just absolutely brilliant. So, and also I love the idea of Steve being uh, I- Iron Man, basically, mm-hmm. or uh, mm-hmm. Hydra Stomper. Oh, that's such a dope name. So I really, really enjoyed that one. Um, do you have any thoughts on episode one of What If Captain Carter? Man, I feel like I'm going to, you know, go dark side here, you know. Um, mm. I didn't fully love episode one, if I'm being completely honest. I thought okay. it was kind of like just it skipped around so much. Like it went from here to there uh, to like you mentioned, next thing, you know, we're in modern time. Um, definitely disagree with your take about Captain Carter being. That's fair. That's to- <laughs> totally fair. Totally fair. Uh, but it was okay. It wasn't bad. I enjoyed it, but I guess, you know, I was just expecting more with the first episode, but I enjoyed it. It, it just wasn't like mind blowing to me, but I I love the idea. I love the, I loved the, what if kind of, you know, scenarios, like you said, kind of introducing and getting people more comfortable with this multiverse idea that they're definitely heavily fixing to get into. So that's a plus. And uh, yeah, I generally like the overall sense of it. Episode one was just kind of okay for me. It it was good, but I just wasn't mind blown with it. But let's go ahead and move into episode two, because I will go ahead and let you know after episode one, I've I've very much so enjoyed the following two. That's great. I I really enjoyed the second episode specifically, but for different reasons than most people um, than what I've heard. I've only maybe heard one or two people online talk about this that I've seen across uh, Twitter or TikTok, but um, this was T'Challa if he was Star-Lord, if he Mm -hmm. took Peter Quill's uh, mantle, I suppose. And this was interesting because, yes, if there's any one character in the MCU who could totally turn the Ravagers around from what we've seen in the Guardians of the Galaxies movies, it would be T'Challa. I mean, it would Mm -hmm. be the Black Panther. And man, the fact that Chadwick Boseman is, this is his last role. Like, listen, I didn't really know who he was before Black Panther. Really? Hey, I, I, I highly suggest to check out uh, 42. No, Jackie, and I've seen, and I've oh, seen 42. Yeah. Okay. 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 But I had okay, seen good. 42 before good. Black Panther <laughs> and didn't realize that's who he oh, was. I see what you're saying. And so okay. I, I remember thinking, oh yeah, I really liked 42. It was great. And mm-hmm. I'm a, I love baseball movies. I mean, I adore baseball movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, League of Their Own, Field of Dreams, The Natural, come on. I mean, those all the Sandlot. I mean, those yeah. are just fantastic baseball <laughs> movies. But um, when you get down to him being this his last role, it's wild to think to think that because it just doesn't feel like it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it and that's just what happens sometimes. Um, but here's my biggest takeaway from it. And I loved his performance. I loved a lot about this episode, but I'm going to say just my one thing and toss it back over to you. Okay. My favorite thing about this was good guy Thanos. Yes. And good. I agree. That's what I was going to say, honestly. Oh, yes. cool. Okay. <laughs> good guy Thanos is great because I, I was watching it with, with my wife. We were sitting on the couch and uh, I think we were eating dinner or something and I'm sitting there watching it. And she says, are you, are you crazy? You know, Nebula says, are you crazy? And he goes, I'm not crazy. Just mad. And I, <laughs> before he could even say just mad, I'm just like, just he's mad he's the mad titan i was just freaking out because i was like this is so dope i mean this guy some t'challa uh 
all people, of course he can turn Thanos around. I just thought, yeah. fantastic. I want to hear, I, mean, I want to hear everything you have to say about all of this, but tell me what you thought about this one. No, I, first of all, those of you that don't know, Guardians of the Galaxy and that type of vibe um, is honestly probably like top three as far as MCU characters wow. or just stories go so just that wow. in itself was already very intriguing for me as far as the uh, second episode went and then like you said good guy thanos was really cool uh seeing t'challa in this different atmosphere and you know more in that guardians of the galaxy type of lane i really enjoyed that i, I loved you know visiting the all the different locations and I, I was more appreciative of me being able to more so follow the story linearly in episode two uh, compared to episode one. Episode one for me kind of felt like it was just jumping around here and there. Uh, but outside of that, you know, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed episode two a lot more, uh, in my opinion, specifically because the Guardians of the Galaxy type of vibe. And number two, you already mentioned it, Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. It's great to see you again. I, I, Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I think, a year before The Force Awakens. And I remember mm -hmm. seeing it thinking, wow, this is the closest thing to Star Wars I've seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll do that for a, for a while, I think, up until Force Awakens really kind of came out. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, all that, I thought, Everything you said was um, ditto. Okay. Mystery. Um, I like the vibe of this. I really like the vibe of this third one. Um, for a lot, I have to focus on different things that I hadn't thought. The Incredible Hulk. I was really impressed with how we tied in the Incredible Hulk into this. And I had no idea that uh thor the incredible hulk and iron man 2 all happen within days of each other i thought that was really cool that they brought that into the mix and we got to see kind of a, a black widow take the reins and and um go forward a little bit and let and also i love that we straight up heard nick fury say he was an avenger i thought yeah i mean it makes sense but like and i feel like i've always thought that but it was really cool to hear him say there's just one left and it's me and um, I thought that that was a great tie-in. And it almost kind of makes me, like, go back on the Captain Carter thing I said just a second ago because, you know, the idea of Captain Marvel and Captain America teaming up to fight the Battle of New York, you know, mm -hmm. and who knows what else would have happened from that then on. I mean, I would love to hear the rest of that what-if story because um, I think that'd be something really, really cool to focus in on. But uh, all of that to be said, I really, really enjoyed that one. It had me on the edge of my seat, literally. I think I actually went from here <laughs> to here. You know, yeah. like I had yeah. to I had to move closer to the TV and television hard on it. And um, it was great. I thought it was fantastic. What do you have on it? Uh, episode three has by far been my favorite of the three. Uh, I, I like the murder mystery kind of genre. And I, I liked the, like you said, kind of the different what if scenario, scenarios that we would have gotten had this story continued. Uh, so that kind of got my mental wheels a turn in kind of what that would look like. Uh, and by far the episode three murder risk, murder mystery type of vibe that we got this past week. I really, really, really thoroughly enjoyed it. So with that said, you know, I started off kind of hard here with kind of being critical of what if with episode one, but 
hopefully I've kind of made it a little bit evident. It is getting better each week for me. Absolutely. Episode one was just kind of okay. Episode two, I really enjoyed. And then episode three this past week has by far been my favorite. So I can't wait to see episode four. Doctor yeah. Strange, you know, that poster came out today that it is going to be focused on that ooh, character. Ooh. Um, so that. that's got, got me, me intrigued because Doctor Doctor Strange is one of my faves. Um, and we're actually going to talk about Doctor Strange a little bit next uh, with our next news piece. And that is focused on uh, a big deal, a huge deal. That is oh, the yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home trailer that we have officially gotten that uh for so long there all of the spider-man diehards were kind of freaking out like when are we going to get this thing uh but we have officially gotten it so before we kind of uh maybe go into prediction mode i just wanted to quickly just share our overall thoughts uh and more so reactions to the trailer it it was great uh it was worth the wait uh it, it was great to see tom holland back it was great to see Doc Ock. It was cool to see all the connections to previous Spider-Man movies and all the teases to previous Spider-Man movies and all of the different possibilities that we could be getting. And speaking of that, this trailer, from what I understand, has broken the amount of views record, not only on like social medias, but I also believe on YouTube as far as the first 24 hours go. So... Mm-hmm incredible job done i think you know regardless of how you feel about the trailer sony uh, and crew made the correct decision in waiting to drop this trailer un- until last week or, or yeah i think it was last week at this point mm-hmm. uh, when it dropped they made the correct decision in waiting that long uh, even though that might not have been what everyone wanted because it it did break the internet and uh, my phone was going off basically the rest of the day as far as get getting notifications of tweets from other people about what they thought. Uh, Discord, we talked about the Spider-Man trailer a little bit in yeah. our Discord. Uh, and just, you know, like you've, we've said, we talk Star Wars here, but we we had to pause. We had to pause in our Discord talking about Star Wars and talk about Spider-Man, the trailer. That's how important this thing is to so many people because this character is connected with so many people. But what were your overall impressions? You know, I, I was take. I enjoyed the, the thrills, the action shots, the possibilities that were introduced. What were your overall thoughts and reactions to the trailer? In a word, and I'm, I do mean one word, pump. Okay. I, I'm absolutely pumped. I guess that's two words, but still, uh, I was pumped after seeing it because, you know, I thought, you know, this is something that we weren't going to get. I honestly was convinced we would never get a trailer. They were, we were just going to show up blind. Show up. Yeah. And I kind of almost, now that I've seen the trailer and seen how awesome it is, I'm just uh-huh. like, kind of wish that we could have just never seen it. And I know really? I could have okay. avoided. I know I could have maybe tried to avoid the trailer. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I feel like everyone has seen some sort of image yes. or something from this trailer. Everyone. I've seen it. I've seen it on every social media I'm on at least once a day since mm-hmm. it dropped. Yes. You know, Same. and it's, it's been that big of a deal. Um, here, I do have a couple of like breakdown thoughts, if that's okay. okay. If I yeah, can sure. very quickly do that. Um, from the moment, like it starts to when the Marvel studios logo pops up 
all I'm going to say this now, all of those shots take place within the first 30 minutes of the movie. Okay. Everything with him on the roof with um, MJ, every, you know, them walking through the crowds, the swinging through New York, all of that first 30 minutes done. And then, then we go see Dr. Strange, you know, that's, okay. that's my immediate takeaway from the trailer aside from just being excited. Yeah. You know, that's my first, you know, my first uh, um, assumption, I guess maybe, you know, and I guess that's a, a pretty safe bet, you know, mm -hmm. Because that swinging scene stuff with him in the non-iron spider suit, that's all from the tail end of Far From Home. I mean, it has to be. Yeah. Um, so that's my first initial thought about it. But other than that, I mean, I'm just, I'm absolutely pumped. I have some, some dark side type thoughts. I'll wait and I'll, I'll toss it back to you to see what else you might want to have to say, unless that was it, unless you had something else. No, I think you nailed it. Uh, I did forget to mention with my overall reactions, Doctor Strange. You know, seeing yeah. it, I knew I knew he was going to be in the movie just from different reports yeah. um, and articles that were out there, you know, and there's been some hate with that. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this uh, with the first Spider-Man and the second one. Really, a lot of people felt like Tony Stark, Iron Man was carrying, oh. carrying the way. And now in this third one, you know, they're bringing Doctor Strange in. I know some people with the MCU, you know, we want those connections and that's where I'm at. I like these connections. I like seeing all of these characters come into play in all of these different projects, but I've also seen the flip side of people saying, why does Spider-Man need another superhero there to help him? He should be able to do things on his own at this point. What are your thoughts on that? Cause I fall on the side of that doesn't bother me. Give me Dr. Strange. I love seeing it. Uh, but I've also seen people on the other end of that spectrum though. Okay, I'll answer your question with a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> does it does it bother you that Anakin Skywalker lost his master Qui Gon Jinn, but then was trained by Obi Wan? Absolutely not. Absolutely so not. That, so then, why should it bother anybody if Peter Parker loses his master trainee trainer, whatever yes. Tony Stark, and uh -huh. then gets pawned off, if you will, to Doctor Strange? That's it a great question, and that's it a great rebuttal, matter. and that's why it, I agree with you. <laughs> it shouldn't matter because, like you, I'm all for the tie-in. Mm -hmm. I think Doctor Strange is awesome. Not to mention, we went from one Sherlock to the other. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you hey, know, that's so cool right there. That's I, cool. I think that that I and I love that you know they had scenes together in Infinity War and Endgame because mm -hmm. I was I wanted there to be a Sherlock reference in the writing so bad. <laughs> But it didn't, of course, happen. And yeah. um, I think the Internet would have went nuts if it had happened. But um, all that to say, I don't have any issue with Dr. Strange being here. However, I've seen people people are dying for Mephisto to come yeah, into the been, MCU. They've been dying and, for Mephisto ever since WandaVision. Uh-huh. And I honestly, I kept thinking Mephisto would show up somewhere, maybe if not WandaVision, maybe in Loki. But mm -hmm. of course, those didn't happen. Um, now people are saying, oh, that's not even Stephen Strange. That's Mephisto, you know, yeah. you know, doing a, a, a projection. And I'm like, OK, you know, it could happen. But I, it's kind of a, it's not a stretch. It's just one of those. Nah, not nah, just wanting something <laughs> too bad, you know? Yeah. And so I, I think that's, you know, I think that's definitely Stephen Strange. I have no problem with him being there personally. I think it's a good idea for I mean, you got to remember, Peter Parker is still in high school. By the time we got to the third Tobey Maguire movie, this dude was already, you know, done with high school. He was done with high school before the first act of, yeah. 
of uh, the first Spider-Man movie was even done with. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, we got our introduction to Green Goblin and then boom, there was there was um, him graduating high school. And honestly, in uh, Andrew Garfield, same thing happened. So I like that we're stretching out this period of time where we're letting Peter just be a kid instead of rushing to get to him to be on his own and having to navigate life. And he's still trying to navigate life. But I mean, this is going to hit home with a lot of younger audiences, I think. And I mm-hmm. think that's important for us as those who are maybe a little bit older um, to understand, Hey, there's people we can help train up and help them learn the ropes. And yeah. I think Peter, Peter still needs that. Mm-hmm. And I think by the end of this movie, we won't need that anymore. I think that after this movie, you know, Tom Holland can run off and do his own, you know, Peter Parker, Spider-Man thing yeah. and not have to rely on uh, these grounded, you know, seasoned actors and characters. Sure. If that if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I agree with your take. Absolutely. But I just wanted to hear kind of your opinion, because that is one negative thing, at least that I've seen. And there hasn't been a lot of negatives. So I just felt the need to kind of bring it up to kind of just have that conversation of right. what we thought about that take what were your dark side things before we kind of move into the next thing i'm gonna make somebody cry with this one i already know it um i mean i think happy hogan is gonna die Ooh. i really think happy's gonna die Ooh. um okay and look we don't have much of a use for iron man at this point i mean they're not gonna resurrect the guy mm-hmm I mean, he's not coming back. You know, if he comes back, Endgame is worthless. I'm sorry. Mm. I mean, it just, it means nothing anymore. And that's my opinion. And that's a harsh opinion. I realize that. So we need to start tying up loose ends, which sounds awful. But I think Happy Hogan is going to die. And I think this is going to kind of be Tom Holland's Uncle Ben moment. Okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, in that sh- in that shot in that trailer, John Favreau is in a car and he's surrounded by fire. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and I actually, and I'm not no proof of this, but I think it'd be cool if he were to die via uh, Willem Dafoe's Goblin. Mm. At kind of how we he put Aunt May in the hospital in the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be neat. You know, that's kind of me just kind of hoping, and I don't see that really happening. Sure. I think it'd just be a neat moment, but. That's my darkest dark side thought on this trailer is that I think Happy Hogan dies. Uh, I think that's just this is me. I think that's a possibility for sure. Okay, because I mean, let's be real. Favreau is kind of busy now. You know, let's connect this to Star Wars. Favreau is kind of busy to kind of just go to the side and shoot something real quick. You know, he's too busy making all these Star Wars stories. So I I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, we did have someone jump down in the comments and that was my lovely wife. Lovely Um, wife. My lovely wife. We appreciate it. Yes, uh, Hillary. She says, personally, she's looking forward to figuring out this um, how the same man who was so overcome with potential outcomes is so eager to help Spider-Man reverse the world knowing his identity, which I see the I see the logic there. And she goes on to say, like, what changed and how much would strange intentional chaos from his spell to help Peter Parker play into multiverse of madness? I mean, that's a great yeah. question. I think um, it'll. She- directly connect in some way i think this movie Absolutely. is going to be massive as far it's as setup, implications yes. yeah 100 a major setup for whatever's coming next along with shang chi and also uh the eternals yes so um really looking forward to spider-man as a whole yeah you mentioned eternals i'm fixing to throw a hot take here okay i'm, I'm more excited for eternals i have Spider-Man. no i have no 
idea what the Eternals really are. And that's why I'm so excited, I guess, is because ah, I, I, I don't know anything, man. It's and the I not love knowing. I, I, and we just kind of talked about that with my top five. I put Marvel at number one because I love not knowing where that's it's right. going. That's I guess right. that's just a, a trait of mine as far as liking things. You're discovering things. You're discovering things about yourself. You know, yes. this is this is cheaper than therapy. So there Man, you go. This is great. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. I, I see that. I'm not I'm not that I'm not really that guy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not that, not guy, that pal. guy, pal. <laughs> I'm not that guy, pal. Trust me. I'm not that guy. Let's but go. <laughs> we I think we both spend too much time on TikTok is what I'm understanding. <laughs> hey, you, you got to work uh, on it. You got to work on Mando talk at TikTok. So that means I'm going to accidentally see some videos there. That's so a shameless plug. Ac- at Mando accident- talk accidentally. On TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> We're on all the socials. All right. On all of the shows. Uh, so yeah, anyway, um, yeah, I, I get that. I, I get that um, to some degree. But can, let's go on to the next thing. Yeah, Can we go on to the it. next thing? Yeah, that's fine. Man, we've been rolling for an hour and a half, brother. Dude, we've been going for a hot minute. So it let's go ahead and go It doesn't go feel to like our, an hour It doesn't. It, we kind of lose time. You know, we're here in this Geekverse reaction zone, and we're just yes. reacting to the Geekverse, baby. So yeah. we just get lost with time, you know. But so, let's get to that exci- last news piece. And um, are we going Shang-Chi or No Time to Die? You know, let's go out the door with uh, Shang-Chi. But I like let's, it. Let's hit the No Time to Die real quick. Well, I haven't seen it, so I'm going to have <laughs> okay. to have you talk about it. <laughs> okay. Well, I wasn't going to add too much other than letting the the audience members know, those of you that are listening, listening know that the 007 James Bond No Time to Die trailer, U.S. and international trailer released today. Um, and, you know, it, it's a lot of footage that we've seen before in previous trailers because this movie was supposed to come out in 2020 originally but then you know because of covid it it got delayed and delayed and delayed so with that said not a lot there but it does kind of treat it more so like a montage of this is daniel craig's last movie as james bond uh so it kind of tries to play with those emotional uh heartstrings if you will as far as connecting it and showing old footage from all of his previous movies and saying oh come check out the last performance of daniel craig as James Bond. Uh, and I'm actually I was just looking say, at the trailer right now. Oh, okay. I was just going to yeah. say that it does a good job of kind of doing that and, and making you want to a, for me, I kind of thought, Ooh, maybe I should go back and check out some of these movies again because they're fun. I enjoy watching James Bond uh, movies and, and I would love to go see this when it does come out. Uh, and all I was really going to want to talk about with this, as far as this trailer goes is James Bond is an old franchise. Does James Bond, the franchise, still excite us to this day? And for me, I was just going to say real quickly that I don't really think about James Bond until a new movie's coming out and I see the trailer and I see how sleek and cool and sexy and all those cool things uh, and how it looks. Then I'm intrigued again. But then after I see it, I'm like, okay, I don't need to think about James Bond anymore. Yeah. It's just one of those things that when a movie comes out, I'm there. Yeah. But when it's not coming out, it's like, I can honestly kind of live without it at this point. What do you think? Well, I don't, I don't want to say I could live without James Bond. Okay. I think that he's one of those characters that is so important to cinema as a whole. Sure. Yeah. Without him, like, let's face the facts here. There is no Indiana Jones without James Bond. I'm True. sure you're aware of this, you know, Max. Lucas and Spielberg 
could or specifically Spielberg, he could not get into the director's the director's chair to do James Bond. And mm-hmm. George and him are sitting on a beach in Hawaii waiting on Star Wars to finish its run in 77. And he's like, I got this idea for this archaeologist. He's kind of like James Bond. That's literally the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's literally the pitch, man. And the fact that we've gotten to a point where James Bond has been inspiration to what was recently, and I can't remember what outlet it was. He's the inspiration behind who the greatest action hero of all time, according to movies and that um, this, this poll that was run and it's Indiana Jones. Mm. So, and not to mention James Bond is Indiana Jones's dad. Okay. Yeah. We, we can't leave that out. So yeah. Good call. Good call. I don't think, I don't think I can like, I can, I can go without James. Yeah. And that's more so like, like we can, I don't necessarily need more, but I appreciate seeing the character. Like like we kind of talk about with star Wars, you can't tell the story of Hollywood without James Bond. No, you can't. And he, he's a, he's a classic character. I mean, I have a playlist I listen to uh, on occasion. I just call it movie music Mm -hmm. and the 007 theme from casino Royale. Mm-hmm. is it is on that list and dude when i'm driving down the road and especially on those windy back roads i crank that sucker i mean yeah. it just it you're just whoa it's just it's <laughs> so much fun sorry hillary and either maybe my mom if you're watching this <laughs> I, I sometimes drive a little crazy when james bond music is playing i'm sort of safe but anyway we'll move on um i i love james bond and i think that without james bond we don't have characters like jason Bourne. You're right. I mean, I've had conversations with specifically my dad. I've had this conversation I'm like you don't you've got England's England's got James Bond. America has Jason Bourne mm-hmm. They're First of all, same initials. They basically do the exact same thing, except one is not running away all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so I love James Bond. I'm, I'm excited about it. I don't you know, I'm going to go see it like opening weekend. OK, yeah. And I'm no, probably the same like, way. But I want to see it because one of mine and my wife's first dates was to go see Skyfall. Ooh, that's together. cool. That's a good movie and, to see together. And, and I loved Skyfall. She had never seen a James Bond movie before that day. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, for us, I, I really kind of latch on to that for a lot of reasons. But I loved I loved Daniel Craig as James Bond. And that his last outing, it's it's the end of an era for sure. Yeah, it is. I, I don't I think we need to let it rest for about 15 or 20 years before we pick it back up. Though. Mm, okay. Okay. I mean, we went we went from Pierce Brosnan to Daniel Craig within like a span of less than a decade. Sure. Yeah, I I think we'll I we'll think see. The first I one think was 2006 with Daniel Craig and yeah, yeah. I, I think kinda, we'll see. We'll see. I think the the franchise. I don't think it's going anywhere, but I do think you know after Daniel Craig kind of bookends it with this one, I think there probably will be a little break with it uh, enough to kind of get people more interested in the character again you know one of those scenarios where less is more i think after we take a break from that character a little bit more maybe interest uh in that character will spike back up again but let's get out of here by you know just quickly sharing real quick shang chi and i think it's legend of the ten rings i think that's kind of like the subtitle of that episode or sorry not episode movie that movie is coming out this coming uh weekend I believe September 3rd is the date, the opening date, okay. uh, meaning I think if it's still working the same way, because it's been a minute since I've done this, I think that means you can go see it as early as September 2nd at night. Uh, but I, I don't know if they're still doing that at movie theaters because it's a do. whole different 
whole different ball game now. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw Black Widow on a Thursday before the the okay. official first okay. day. So so that means yeah. by the next time that we do Geek Verse reactions again, people out there would have seen that film. So yeah. real quickly, what I wanted to do is just share our excitement level for it. I will go ahead and kick start that just real quickly and give my quick take on it, and then we'll kind of wrap up the show. Um, not the most excited for this movie of, uh, originally. You know, I've been more excited for other Marvel films, but from hearing and listening to people that I have followed for years over on YouTube that have had the ability to watch the premiere, the world premiere that they had, see their reaction, their non-spoiler reactions, they are talking about it being like a top five comic book comic book movie ever. And I was surprised when I heard that. That was enough for me to now try at some point this weekend to go see it. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that are loving this thing. And mm. so that means I'm going to definitely try to go see it as soon as I can. What about you, DJ? Well, I, I definitely have low expectations for it, but that's because I know nothing about the character. Yeah. Um, so Good because it's, I'm, because I'm very unfamiliar with the character, I mean, let's, I'm going to just be real honest. I'm very unfamiliar with most comic book characters before mm -hmm. the movie comes out. I'm just going to, I don't read comics like that. I mean, I've, I've dived into the star Wars comics, but that's different. You know, that's not, that's not your Spider-Man. That's not your, you know, Captain America's, et cetera. So for me, this is a fresh thing. And I honestly, I welcome something fresh. I want, yeah. I want something new. So for me, what really got me excited, and this is why I want to go see it this weekend, was actually the Marvel one shot that was released on Disney Plus Ooh, about yeah, the Mandarin. Mm -hmm. um, and have you seen that one yet? Yeah, I, yeah, I actually I, watched it a couple of days ago because I had a feeling they put that out there for a reason. Yeah, and I watched it too, a couple of days ago as well. And then last night, knowing that Abomination from Incredible Hulk is going to be fighting Wong from mm -hmm. Doctor Strange in some sort of Thunderdome. You know, I was like, oh, I, I should probably rewatch The Incredible Hulk. So last night we rented on Amazon The uh, Incredible Hulk and watched it. And it was like, okay. So I didn't really like need to see, re see it, but like, or rewatch it, but like it helped to remember, oh, this guy's kind of like a super bad guy. Like he's a villain. Right. And it's nice to know he's out there doing something. So for me, I'm just looking forward to seeing that. Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley, the Mandarin, is returning as the Mandarin. No one's talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've not seen anybody talk about it. Yeah, I'm not sure what role he's going to have. I do know that we're going to actually for fi finally see the real Mandarin, not the yeah. actor, uh, which is a big deal. And so Denmark. that's going to that's going to connect back to uh, Iron Man th three. three. Yeah, that's yes. that's what I thought. It's going to connect yes. back to that. Uh, which is cool. So I've been meaning to see that rewatch that movie before I go see it. We'll see if I'm able to get that done, but I think that's going to be an important tie in. And I think, you know, like you mentioned that short that they have done yeah. in the past, but they put it on Disney plus this past week was put there for a reason. So go check out those things. Yeah. And there's a great article out there. I think if you just Google search what to watch before Shang-Chi, there's a great article that lists out the different uh, films yeah. and shorts that you should probably check out if you can. You know, one thing, I'll give you, I'll one give thing you I'll say right this now. about Marvel just real quickly. Marvel does a great job of giving you a movie oh, yeah. that you feel like you have to see stuff beforehand, but you really don't. Uh, so if you can't get this stuff in before going to see the film, don't yeah. feel like you have to. If, if you have time to go check out Shang-Chi, Shang go do it. Uh, and yeah. not, don't worry about trying to watch stuff beforehand. Just go enjoy the movie because Marvel does a great job of allowing you 
to do just that. What yeah, were you going to say? Then, Sorry. Well, no, you're fine. I just, I, you needed to finish your thought. I was interrupting and I'm really good at interrupting. <laughs> um, trust me. Um, but I, I would say that the, you, you mentioned you don't have to rewatch anything. <clears throat> and I would totally agree with that. I think what's good about a lot of Marvel movies is that when, once you get done watching it, you're like, Oh, I need to go back and rewatch right this. i mean yeah. at the end of black widow i felt that way i need to go back right. and rewatch a few things so but my essentials if this is rebel scum texans essentials before seeing shang chi official okay? list this is my I, I i did the i did the research i dug a little bit this is what i think is probably the most essential um in order in actual order like number okay. one to number whatever okay. i think iron man the first one is essential to rewatch the incredible hulk i will say is also essential to rewatch Iron Man 3, I would also say, is 100% essential to rewatch. Mm -hmm. The one shot, honestly, I should move that up because that one shot, I mean, was incredible. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I loved it. I think you need to, I think we all need to go back and rewatch that. And then this is kind of like, a, eh, you don't have to, but it might help, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I think if, if, re, if you were to rewatch those one, two, three, four, five things, I think you'd be set up and ready to go for Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, which I don't need to rewatch Doctor Strange. I've seen it a hundred times. I just <laughs> yeah. recently watched Iron Man, Iron Man three and the incredible Hulk. I have seen all of these recently. There you so go. I'm, I'm ready so to you're go. Ready. You're ready. I, I, I'm more ready than I really thought I was to be <laughs> honest with you. Cause I, yeah. did, I'm just kind of been sitting on this and, and not really care too much about it, except when it pops up on Hulu for the fifth or sixth time <laughs> in an hour. Um, yeah. good Lord. Hulu needs more, more better commercials. It's like the same four <laughs> commercials. Um, yeah. but anyway, that's the different thing for something else. I can rant about that somewhere else. I'll do that on my personal Twitter, not the real yeah. scum yeah, Twitter. Let's do that. It, well, <laughs> but anyway, that's what I have to say, um, on those. And I think that those are worth, um, worth the rewatch for okay. sure. Sweet. Well, well, listen, that is it. That is officially all of the different things that we wanted to hit here on our first episode of Geekverse reactions and you know probably admittedly this one's going to be a little bit longer than normal you know we'll always try to fit in like the the 45 minute to an hour kind of episode but we had a lot of things to cover we wanted to make sure that you were up to date as far as you know the big kind of breaking news as far as stuff in the Geekverse went but since this, this was our first one we wanted to make sure that you knew why we were doing it and kind of our top five uh Geekverse projects properties outside of star wars because i feel i feel felt the need that you guys needed to hear that to try to understand you know why we felt the need to do this show uh, but i appreciate all of you out there that you know potentially watch this live with us throughout this entire time you know we went long but i hope you enjoyed it i know i enjoyed it you know it didn't feel as long as it's actually been i'm looking at the clock now and i'm like wow i need to go to bed but that's fine <laughs> you know yeah. we had a good time um, and DJ, I really appreciate you being here. I'm glad to be here. I mean, I'm always good to talk geek stuff, Star Wars stuff, all the above. I mean, it's always a good time, but like yeah. you said, man, my, my spider sense is tangling <laughs> time's running out. So yeah, probably, probably cap it off. Yeah. All right. Well, Thursday, we will see you then for our Thursday live stream covering the past week in Star Wars news, but we're also going to cover disney gallery the making of the season two finale for the mandalorian Pumped. we're gonna finally Pumped. get to talk about that uh and i can't wait to do that we appreciate the support let's get out of here i'm not gonna end this with we have spoken we got to come up with something different for geek verse reaction so let me you know what take this to the audience if you have a cool call out sign that we should incorporate into geek verse reactions 
let us know. But until next time, have a great day, have a great week, and we will see you on Thursday.